Okay, quick thing before we get started. About half an hour into this episode, uh, David Amell, who is joining us on this episode, his audio gets a little wonky. He actually kind of sounds like Bon Jovi in uh, it's, uh, is it it's My Life, where he uses that voice modulator or something. It sounds a little bit like that. Uh, I did my best to minimize the damage that might come to your ears. It's about a five-minute stretch of this podcast, but after that, or aside from that, everything is perfectly fine. So uh, hopefully you'll bear with me, and also uh, when you hear that, no, no. Nothing's going on with your car stereo or your headphones or your phone or whatever you might be listening to us on. Uh, it's not you. It's definitely us. My favorite phrase during that dinner from Anabong was, um, no, I get it. You, you, you're totally right, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite thing you said. Oh, boy. Thunder E. Shouts out to you, bro. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the weekly brought to you by Pocket Now and Next Day Developers. On this day, it is May 17, 2019. Uh, all right, so it's been a busy week. It's been a busy, honestly, year. It, there's been so many, not only leaks, rumors, speculation, but there have been so many announcements actually happening. And this week, we had one of the biggest ones. It's going to be the crux of our episode this week when we react to the OnePlus 7 Pro, which I believe everyone in this group, we were all at the event, uh, and we all <laughs> have our hands on the actual device uh actually let me go ahead and what i find funny about this is that now we can uh actually have these in frame whereas in the last two episodes of the podcast we had to like keep it out of frame <laughs> i get yeah couldn't talk about it yep. yeah exactly and it's physically in frame right now <laughs> all right well, why don't we go ahead and start with david then oh no that's tk there you go let's start with david then david immel from android authority welcome back to the show brother Hi, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been like a while, while. <laughs> I like that painting behind you. Uh, if you had relocated yourself to just one other portion of that apartment, you would be in the same exact set that Kogan was in last <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> we got to mix it up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, David Immel, you staying with our friend, The Unlocker, who is probably working right now at his WeWork. Uh, but yeah, it, we were there just before this, and then I came here to be to have quiet space to record. <laughs> well, thank you for being on, man. How have things been for you? Um, the last time we saw you, I think was actually during travel and since mm. then you've been traveling everywhere this is usually this is a trope whenever david's on a podcast it's like where have you been <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah whether it's the tech and tea podcast or this podcast yeah. or, um i was in san francisco for a little bit before this uh I w oh i went to vancouver for Galaxy Fold, mm -hmm. and then I went to San Francisco, and I actually stayed in San Francisco for almost two weeks, which was a big deal for me. Um, and then I came to New York and did OnePlus, and then I've stayed the whole week. Um, but I did, I'm working on my, my Pixel 3a review, mm -hmm. I'm finishing today, and then that's going to go out on Monday. And then on Monday, I get the Zenfone 6. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay, so we're definitely going to be talking about that. Our Pixel 3a reactions are kind of ongoing still because everyone is using it. I, I was recently asked... Like what I is? I love it, man. Yeah, exactly. I was recently asked, "What is your daily phone?" And I was like, I, it's, "It's weird to say, but I keep coming back to this. Is it weird that I like this? More than the Pixel 3 itself. <laughs> no, I think that's pretty universally... I, I, uh, <laughs> I feel like because it's lighter and I actually love the feel of plastic phones. Mm -hmm. I, they actually feel great. I don't... 
I don't know. It's amazing. It's awesome. I do honestly wish people would give plastic more credit. Yeah. 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 I just, this obsession with glass, like it's going to be important for 5g because, um, those antennas basically bounce off of everything and they Mm -hmm. need the windows. So it's important that phones are glass now, but man, for 4g phones or like, I think that for sub six gigahertz spectrum can actually go through plastic. So if you make a phone that is sub six, sub six, but not millimeter wave, then I think Mm -hmm. plastic would be fine. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that 5g talk coming from David already. We had a few (laughs) buddies. Uh, weren't they all out in New York, uh, or somewhere? Oh, Chicago. Uh, Chicago. Yeah. 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 Chicago Chicago. and Minneapolis. None of us Android blog friends got invited really. Mm. It was like, it was just all the traditional pubs. Yeah, so. indeed. Um, okay, so while I remember that I don't have any of my lights on in the background, I'm going to fix that right now. Uh, TK Bay back once again. Um, you were. <laughs> yeah. You, I'm, I'm. Let me just say real quick to the both of you. Thank you so much for being on. Especially UTK was a super last minute request for you to come on. Oh yeah, dude. Um, any anytime. Thank you so much, man. And this time around, like I was uh, alluding to in the last episode, you're back outside again. <laughs> I, yep. No, this time I have to be outside. It's uh, just the timing, but yeah, no, uh, it's a good day. You know, we have sun here. It's not raining, but it is going to rain in a few days. So it, it's good. I'm, I'm happy that it's a good weather. I was actually really depressed when we came back from New York and it was raining. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was just weird. And then I, I saw Hayato uh, talking about it on, on Twitter. It's like the day everybody was leaving, it suddenly became sunny in, in New York. Yeah. Well, you, know what's funny? you know what's funny is I got the opposite effect because it was sunny as heck in San Francisco for like the whole two weeks I was there. I came here mm-hmm. and it just became beautiful. And then it's been thundering and storming in San Francisco the whole last week. So, <laughs> so you I avoided I avoided good, good. all the bad weather. It's been great. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> all right. I loved it. Uh, no, New York was great. Yeah. So we're going to talk at length about the OnePlus 7 Pro. Um, not the OnePlus mm-hmm. 7. Uh, all we got was a OnePlus 7 Pro in New York. And then OnePlus 7 is a whole different thing. And then there's a 5G version. And then it's just, it's, it's kind of crazy how OnePlus did this entire yeah. launch. Everyone in my review was like, why didn't you talk about the fact that it has 5G? And I was like, it, it does. This one does not. My, oh, wrong, wrong phone. This one doesn't. Yeah, it does <laughs> not. Um, yeah. No, but we'll no. react to that in a little bit. I do want to make sure we spend a little bit of time reacting to yet another phone that is trying to do something different. Um, we all pretty much agree that phones are getting interesting and fun again uh, when we have yeah. things like that pop-up happening. Um, yeah. And also the Elbow <laughs> yeah, Reno with its uh, shark fin. Um, the shark fin one. And now we have the Zenfone 6? It's the 6, right? Yeah. The Zenfone 6. Asus kind of really quietly and a little bit surprisingly put out their announcement of a phone that also has a type of pop-up camera. Only right now you're probably seeing the B-roll as I put it in. It's the rear camera module that actually flips forward. Um, some hot takes. 48 from- megapixel selfies. I was just about to say. Okay, so some thoughts from you real quick. I don't want to see my pores. <laughs> Gonna need that beauty mode. So, how do you feel about this Heavy. particular? Because the last time I saw something even remotely like this was the Oppo N1 and the N3. Um, and it wasn't a mechanical back then. I think it was just a manual, right? You had to flip it manually. No, wait, was it? One of the, the N3 was, was uh, automatic. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of them was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, some some takes from you guys. Like, is this is this the next wave of our? Um, cameras on smartphones because I mean it is nice to be able to use the main cameras for more than one purpose yeah. and it does t- it does take away the front facing camera that is something that we've been talking about for a long time for notchless phones 
I don't think it'll last that long because, I mean, I saw a report the other day that um, Samsung is working on an under-display camera. And if Samsung's working on it, you know that Vivo and Oppo probably have one ready that they will show us in like two months. Yeah, <laughs> right after. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How about you, TK? How's, uh, how does this pop-up look to you? Like, is this, is this a form factor that you're into? Um, yeah. yeah. It, it's an it's an interesting form factor to say the least. I I, I think it it looks nice. It, it may look good on video, but in reality, like if if you have your phone sitting against, I mean, so my my thing would first thing I'm oh, thinking is yeah. cases, right? How are cases going to be able to work on this when the mechanism opens up? So that means that entire area has to stay open. Um, I, I, so it, it's nice to see. I think built in the way the Reno does it, the way the Oppo or you know the R, I think the R11 Pro or even the uh, what we have here with the OnePlus 7 Pro, I think it's a better implementation. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. I like the fact that we can use the main camera. Uh, I just felt like it should have been a little bit. Like the older mechanism was a little bit easier to work with. But even then, there was no cases for the for the original Apple ones. I think was it the uh, the, the one from a long time with the N7. I think. Yeah, I think the there's well the the N1 and the N3 are the ones I remember. And oh yeah, yeah. The cases for them basically just didn't have a top. So, yeah. Because it, that and whole it, part it's going to be. And then just imagine if that mechanism ever breaks. That's it. You you lost your front-facing camera. You mentioned the Oppo R11 uh, R11 Pro. How did that one handle it again? I I, I can't remember off the top it's of my the head. Sa- I, if I'm not mistaken, it's the same as the OnePlus 7 Pro. Oh, so yeah, it's, it's the pop-up. tiny little pop-up. It, it's a, the, the little, yeah, the nub uh, pop-up at the top. Yeah. I think it, that's actually not a bad o- option. I mean, if you need it, it's there. If you don't, you know, the, the display is bigger, and you obviously have the better cameras on the back. And... Uh, you know, if you get the mirror gray, which I realized at the at the event after we were all getting our hands on this stuff, that is actually literally a mirror. It, it's mi- very very reflective. I just kept looking at the picture. almond, honestly. Like that's the one that the, I, al- the almond yeah. looks super hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That I I loved last year how they did the uh, was it called the um, oh man they had the other white one last year around the uh, one plus six. Remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was oh man now I can't remember it but anyway it's it's nice to have these options I like they're limited edition colors and they're always nice yeah so going back to the form factor changes when it comes to all of this like I I was always a huge proponent of the slider um, you know the mm-hmm. like the Mi Mix 3 I still I still adore it it's my office phone so when I need to use it for like a teleprompter or for controlling my cameras that's the one I usually go for um, but also you have those you have this pop-up like i'm saying and then you have this flip over there is one little issue um not so little for someone like me because i use these all all the time you can't put a clip-on lens on that oh no 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 that 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 puts all of that out you're right that 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 annoys me because if the front-facing camera and this is this is uh, alluding to a point that we'll make during our oneplus 7 pro discussion later but if the front-facing camera is not wide enough then your solutions mm-hmm. are all bunk. Like it's just not going to work. And that honestly yep. depresses me a little bit because um, I, I, just speaking about this phone in particular, but most phones, they don't have wide front-facing cameras. And No, I, I think uh, very few. I think it was LG is one of the last ones is it, or, and even the Pixel 3 XL. Yeah. Pixel, Pixel 3 XL is really wide. But even then, yeah. the Pixel 3a, it's not all that bad. But then again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if this lens is wide because I can put a... I can attach lens. a lens to it, so that's fine. Uh, it's just all of these like crazy phones that are coming out that don't seem to be like they they're not going to be able to take it. So as a moment, uh, I'm not I'm not a moment ambassador, but I am an advocate of the moment lenses. <laughs> Hashtag sponsor me <laughs> moment. <laughs> um, the. Uh, the, the moment lenses, uh, once I found out how to use them as a clip-on lens, like I, I try to use them on all my phones, but all of these fun phones that are coming out right now, doesn't work. So 
I'm nope. kind of depressed about that. It's that experimentation phase. Yeah, exactly. Um, back to the uh, Asus Zenfone 6, uh, seeing everybody talk about it. Um, obviously, we're going to be talking about price when it comes to OnePlus later. 499 for this phone. It has, I'm trying to remember what the eternal specs are, but the one thing that I kept remembering is that it has, like you said, David, that 48 megapixel camera. Um, 499. 855, 6 gigs of RAM, and 128 gigs of storage. Like this is, this it's basically a it's basically a one plus seven pro. <laughs> it came <laughs> out of nowhere, of right? I mean, it's, it's well. The I think the best thing about this phone is the UI. They like gave up on whatever the heck UI they were Zen using before, which was the Zen so UI. Bad yeah, for oh, yeah. so many, it was so bad. And yeah. they're they're doing like a stock plus thing. And I, ZTE did this a couple years ago. They started using they literally call it stock plus. And I actually like it a lot. Like, I didn't think I would ever like a ZTE phone, but it feels very stock Android. And then they just added a few extra features like, you know, scrolling screenshots and like screen recording and stuff. It's good. It's good. And uh, I guess Asus is doing it. I haven't actually got to touch the phone yet, but I get it on Monday. So oh, I want, I need to figure excited. out a way to, to, to try it out. Then again, for four ninety nine, I, I I don't think I could I would be against actually buying it the way that I did with the Pixel 3a. Yeah. Um, yeah. How compelling is this price point to you guys? How important? Yeah. How compelling is this? Like, because four ninety nine, I hear, I have a lot of people on Instagram and a lot of people on Twitter saying that this is the OnePlus mentality that OnePlus no longer has. Again, alluding to our discussion later. It's a mixed bag. It's like I really need to try it and see the experience first because the one like OnePlus phones have this really really well designed ubiquitous design experience that is like that goes through the entire ecosystem of the phone like they kind of oneplus's ui is kind of based around the old google now that was like a thing in 2015 where Mm -hmm. they would you know they had the little material people that would run around and like they were cute and colorful and that's kind of oneplus's thing and it populates throughout the entire ui whether it's the clock app or whether it's like their new like timeout digital well-being thing like it's yeah and it's just it just makes experience feel really f- like whole which i think is what you get in an iphone and that's something that everyone like apple has been like narrating or like just making better and better since they made the first iphone yeah and if we'll have to see what asus does to like make it feel like a whole experience rather than just like a thing that has Android on it, you know? Do we know if this is coming to uh, Western Shores? I think it is. The, I think it's actually going to be available on like B&H and Amazon. Ooh, okay. Fair. Well, I, have nice. to, yeah. I have to double check that though because like honestly it's it's not been on my radar that much and I only started looking at like looking at stuff about it because I was told I needed to review it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fair enough. So, How about you, TK? Uh, uh, $499, uh, uh, Snapdragon 855, 48-megapixel camera that you can use for your face. Um, how's that, <laughs> like, how's that like sound Like we were saying before, that uh, it has to, as long as they have that beauty mode set up, 48 megapixels, I mean, <laughs> I know, my so God. <laughs> yeah, that is, uh, that is not the high quality. I mean, so the, the hope essentially is that it actually does hold up to, the, uh, to what they're claiming, obviously. Uh, top-notch specs are one thing, but you know the UI, the experience, the camera experience, and uh, as they're, you know, hopefully we will actually be able to see for actually, you know, pick up again. Asus hasn't been doing that well in the U.S. as far as like a main market, so it's going to be interesting when they come back and 
try to bring in this new camera module, uh, you know, ecosystem. I'm I'm hoping that you know it does come out and we'll see some kind of Android Q to it. That'll also make mm -hmm. it a little bit more compelling for people because you don't want to just get it and get stuck with that you know current version of Android that it just sits on. So that's my main thing. It's update and sustainability. So hopefully, it, but uh, 499 is definitely interesting enough to consider yeah. it. Yeah. It is. It is super interesting. And it's almost like a return for Asus in general, because, man, I remember back in the day when we would have like the Zenfone 3, the Zenfone 4, and there was like yeah. eight mm -hmm. different versions of it. <laughs> exactly. Like the yeah, whole no, point and, of the and Zenfones, used to come to CES, yeah. Yeah. The whole, the whole point of the Zenfones in the past was just to be like, hey, we have the latest Snapdragon chipset. And then Asus used to be the company that would always shock people with, they had the most RAM out of anyone. Yeah, um, yeah. One of the first articles I ever wrote for a blog was, I think, the Zenfone 3 and the fact that it had four gigabytes of RAM. And I remember being, and it was like sh a shocking amount of RAM at the time. It, like everyone was doing one or two gigs. And I remember writing like, oh my gosh, this is insane. Like you're getting four gigs of RAM for, it was like three ninety nine or something. It was, it was pretty cheap. It was still super cheap. That's the thing. Um, so they, they're still going with the super cheap mentality and the high-end specs, but now I feel like they're actually trying to appeal to a wider audience and realizing that their UI was crap. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably something that we should tell other companies sometimes. Like you know, the 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 right now the right now the guiding force towards like really good and thoughtful Android design is Oxygen OS. It is one of the mm -hmm. mainstays right now. Um, mm -hmm. And of course you have like what we would call the uh, the Pixel launcher, but it is the Google Android version um, on mm -hmm. the uh, Pixel 3a and the Pixel phones. Uh, but yeah, I'm personally, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that, about that phone. Um, I just wish that there was a little bit more fanfare about it. Like it was super quiet and you know, it would have been great to see Asus actually try to like, you know, uh, ruffle some feathers. <clears throat> with this mm -hmm. particular phone because it would have like the price alone ruffles feathers and people yeah. are, yep. people are talking about it a lot right now um all right cool so we're about we're about in a little bit uh we're, we're about 20 minutes in already and uh i do have a mid-roll uh to do but i'm gonna go ahead and go to our break do that mid-roll and when we come back we're going to talk about what is in our pockets now it's a weird way to put it you might have been listening to us talk about 5G a lot on the weekly, but there is another internet revolution coming. It's called Wi-Fi 6. And to get the kind of blinding speed that you know you want in your home, Netgear now has the Nighthawk Wi-Fi 6 router. It is capable of four times the capacity compared to today's Wi-Fi standards, and that means you will have more devices working simultaneously without any impacts to speed and reliability. As smartphones and laptops and TVs are getting more and more advanced, the data that powers them will need to be as high-powered as possible. So make sure your internet is future-proof for services like Netflix, Hulu, and even gaming. You can turn your Wi-Fi up to 6 with the Nighthawk Wi-Fi 6 router at netgear.com slash Wi-Fi 6. That's netgear.com slash Wi-Fi and the number 6. It's the biggest revolution of Wi-Fi ever. Uh, why don't we go ahead and ask our guests right now. TK, you did answer this already last week, but I wonder if there's something different. Uh, I have this recording segment on the show now where I asked our guests, what is in your pocket now? So I can actually say that I have this one in my pocket. So I do have the OnePlus 7 Pro in my pocket. And uh, I actually still like using my Mate 20 Pro. Mm, Mate 20 Pro. And, 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 and I have something else, but I, I can't really talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> which, can I ask you real quick, though? Which earphones sure. are those that you're using? Um, I think they're called a Shark. It was part of a, an Indiegogo campaign that I got. And it was just basically 
your stereo earphones with the 7.1 surround sound. Oh, wow. And it has a detachable microphone. So it's a gaming gaming microphone for the for your smartphone. Dang. Those look pretty cool. And it, it sounds nice. Like it, it think it's good that you're using that for the podcast. Yeah, it sounds really yeah, nice. Yeah, even no, with, even though you're outside in sunny Pasadena right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is yeah. it is nicely uh but it's gonna start raining in a couple of days but yeah so may 20 pro and uh you know one plus seven pro cool, a lot cool. of pros all right so uh david ml um you have mm-hmm. your hands on so many different phones at any given point what is in your pocket now um also one plus seven pro just because i love one plus phones but i haven't switched back to the six or six t yet usually when i'm not reviewing something i either use the six or six t um, I still think that the OnePlus 6 is the best smartphone that OnePlus has ever made. Um, and I really, really like it. But I'm also using the Pixel 3a because I'm finishing up my review today and it's going out next Monday. Cool. Uh, and I really, really like this phone too. I, we were talking about this before the podcast started. But there's something about polycarbonate plastic <laughs> that... <laughs> I think it's super underrated, and I wish would make a comeback. Uh, it's it's lighter, it's it feels nice in your hand. I draw okay. I, the first day I had it, I dropped it. It spun like twenty times, and just clattered on the floor. It's plastic. <laughs> it's not gonna. It's not gonna shatter. Like come not on. Gonna like, shatter like yeah, yeah. I can just do this, and it doesn't matter. Like you do that anyway. <laughs> I do that anyway. <laughs> yeah, you've seen. I'm uh, not. I'm not that careful. I often review phones without cases because I'm like, if the manufacturer wants to make it stronger they'll make it stronger right? yeah exactly um yeah, I, yeah. I saw a tweet uh earlier today i'm trying to remember who said it was it um it might have been it might have been flossy actually flossy carter um where he said that he already broke his pixel 3a but no biggie just pick up another one <laughs> like, <laughs> because you can and i can't believe i'm saying that because um you know, I, I complained a little bit last week about how a lot of people were given the Pixel 3a. They were quote unquote team pixeled, and I was not. Um, I'm trying to. Figure- there was an event here in New York two days ago in which um, everyone got 3as. I didn't go to it. I didn't get invited to it. It was for. I don't remember. We're just gonna do this right now. Just- I am. Uh- <laughs> LA over here. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I think, I think the reason I didn't get invited is because they only sent invites out to people who lived in New York yeah. who then knew, knew lived yeah. here. So. Which Google and Samsung, they're usually pretty, um, they're pretty guilty of doing that. Um, they, they, they want you to be as local as possible, probably because if they want those devices back, it's easy to get. Um, mm-hmm. perhaps just that's just, find you at your house. that's just a theory. That's all I'm saying. Um, you know, there are, there are quite a few of us in LA. I'm just saying, you know, um, but anyway, so I guess we got to move up to San Francisco. I, I see what you're saying. At, yeah, well, I mean, that's a whole different discussion. But <laughs> as far as what is no, in I'm, my pocket now, um, I don't have it. I actually, uh, I need to sort of unbox it and get it set up. And I don't have it on my desk right now because I le- actually left it in the car. Um, but this morning, I did have a bit of a meet with Insta360. And mm-hmm. when I uh, when I spoke to them a little bit and I told them that I have a few trips coming up, including an upcoming trip to London, uh, the Honor launch is about to happen. Um, I told them like, yeah, it would be great to be able to use something for vlogging and for testing purposes. And now I have an Insta360 One X to test out. Um, it nice. also came with this, like, did you guys know that Insta360 has this, like, bullet time mode? Do you know about this? Hmm. No. No. Okay. That? So, it's obviously a 360 camera, right? So, what you do is you put yeah. it at the end of a selfie stick, and then they have this, uh, this like, pistol grip that has a rotating top. 
So what you do is you put the entire, you, you extend the entire uh, selfie stick, you screw it onto the, uh, the handle, and then it rotates freely. So what you do is you put it above your head, and you just hit it, and it goes around like this. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. And I can't believe it's an actual mode in the Insta360 camera. So she, uh, the person that I met with, she showed me an example of it when she was in Japan. I'm about to be in Japan in about a month. But she showed me one in the middle of a forest, and it's just this really slow motion capture of like a bullet time thing. And I was like, wow, that's sick. <laughs> nah. So I'm pretty excited to actually try that Try that out. Um, I, the thing I will say also, just to add a layer to this, the thing that I want to be in my pocket now, you guys saw that DJI announcement, right? Oh yes, yeah. the new uh, the new uh, action camera. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Is it called the DJI app? The action. Osmo Action. Osmo yeah. Action. The Osmo Action. Yeah, that is one heck of a device. Um, it's it's great to see that all and these reasonably companies, priced, reasonably priced. Yeah, very reasonably priced, and yeah. it's going to be like it might be the darling camera for a lot of budding vloggers, mm-hmm. uh, especially since that screen is up front. Uh, but yeah, I definitely want to get my hands on that too. All right, now uh, speaking of what is in our hands right now. It's time to start reacting to this thing right here, the OnePlus 7 Pro. Um, Pro. Hot take from me to just real quick. I do have a case on it. I do love the Nebula Blue, but I do have a pop socket on here. I think this phone's too big. (laughs) Yes, thank you. (laughs) Oh, okay. You know what? Uh, okay, I'll, I'll let you finish. Right, I, I actually think it's the right size. I, it, it's the form. Fa- I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It is six point six seven inches. It's it's longer than most other phones. Um, but for me, I mean, I, I've used the uh, the Mate X, uh, the Mate Twenty X. I was going to say, don't have Michelle on here because he uses the Mate Twenty X as his daily driver. <laughs> yeah, he uses it as, as a daily <laughs> driver. So that that's a seven point two inch display, and and that's even bigger than what we have. And I actually, it, it's. It, it's really more fitting. It's like, depending on if you watch a lot of content, you hear uh, you're playing a lot of games. The form factor is definitely there. The stereo speakers are great, uh, and and I mean I'm still in that honeymoon phase. I feel like I've had it for a couple of weeks now, and I still am in that honeymoon phase. And I don't want to put this phone down. It's that kind of uh, moving away from just reviewing it to I actually want to just keep using this as my main driver. So it's getting very close to my Mate 20 Pro, just mostly from a comfort level uh, of using it, and I love just the the overall real estate. I just get so much more into it, so I, I'm 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 four for six point seven ish. It's, I mean, not not seven point two anymore, but yeah. <laughs> How about you, David? It's too big. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was kind of my first thing. I I even said in my review, like if they had, and so I think the I think the trend was the OnePlus six was like six point two six. And then the OnePlus seven, the OnePlus six T was like six point four six. Four six, yep. And then now the seven Pro is six point six seven, and so they keep upping the size of the screen by like point two zero inches. And I think that what they should have done was, if they were going to be able to remove the notch, I would have liked to see a phone that was the same size as maybe the OnePlus six or six T. Mm-hmm. But then just like get rid of the notch because then you basically have a bigger screen in a in the same form factor. And I think the six and six T both feel like good sizes, at least in my hand. And I mm-hmm. do have average size hands for a male. <laughs> I don't have small hands. 
Um, Callback. I was saying last week that I have small hands, so <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm triggered. I'm triggered because my first video ever on AA was why I felt why I didn't like the Galaxy S8 Plus, and one of the reasons was that at the time it felt very big, mm. and all of the YouTube comments were like, "You have small hands. You have you must have little tiny baby hands." And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, um, no. "Yeah, it just feels large." Uh, and I really, really would have liked it that they kept the form factor smaller. Because honestly, if you reduce the bezel, it's basically a bigger phone. So, Oh, it's still, yeah, no, no, definitely. They could have still claimed a bigger display, uh, all of the new things. Um, I think, for me, I appreciate having the bigger battery, the bigger display, and them being able to fit all of that into the... It's a nice, it's, I mean, really, it, it, it's well-balanced as far as just usability. It doesn't just tilt, tilt over, so it's not heavy or bottom-heavy or top-heavy. So for me, it's the weight distribution yeah. is not bad. Um, and you know, if you have the right case on it, it gets rid of the whole slipperiness of the the back. Because like you know, because I know, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm using the uh, yeah. Well, I'm I, not even the, there. I'm like pop socket all the way, guys. Like <laughs> pop I, socket. I can't, all, uh, it's gonna fall out of my hands if I try to maneuver around it with one hand. I even tried texting on no it. No finger time. gymnastics. Yeah, hand gymnastics. And I, and don't get me wrong, I'm good at hand gymnastics. But the moment you use, I, I I'm always gonna be an advocate. If the moment you use a pop socket, like everything changes. Like it's just that much more convenient. You um, know, it's not slippery. Hmm. Polycarbonate. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it back. But it's also easier to grip to begin with, which I think is yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of my main takeaway is that like um, the using a smaller phone along with the bigger phone, like there's an obvious skew in my usage. Like there's one that I yeah. gravitate towards because of usability. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So Nebula Blue for all of us, obviously. Um, any thoughts yeah, on the yeah. colors you were mentioning earlier? We did mention earlier that there's a the mirror gray. We do like the almond as well. That's not coming until June, right? Is that what they said? Yeah. 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 I think that's the announcement. And it's, they did the same thing. Oh, pearl white. That's what it was last year. I forgot the name. So last Some year with the six, they had the pearl white. Yeah. Well, that was gorgeous. Yeah. That was, I, oh man. I, the moment that came out, I ordered that one right away. Okay. I had one and I ordered six up. had awesome colors and it wasn't even the fact that they were just colors. It was the fact that they all had different textures. Yeah. The pearl white was like it felt like baby powder was applied to the phone <laughs> it felt so like grippy and kind of just soft it was awesome but they these did are an all, amazing job the, the yeah. difference though is that in the almond uh the almond actually is more of like an iphone 10s type back mm-hmm. where it's like more glass glass where this is like frosted glass oh interesting exactly yeah yeah no that, that there's a different texture going on but oh it looks like the gold iphone 10s mm. basically all right, so daily usage, um, obviously performance. They're all about that speed thing. Um, mm-hmm. What's it called? Speed you need? Speed you need. And um, so any Fluid thoughts from, from you guys about like just the performance aspect? Because it seems like as far as flagship quality is concerned and as far as the whole never settle uh, mentality is concerned, it seems like it's about the daily usage. Uh, Oxygen OS performance, 855, 12 gigs of RAM for crying out loud. Um, I so know. What has your daily I mean, experience been like so far? You know, something that OnePlus does that I think people don't really take into account is that they're, they like don't use animations for a lot of stuff and it actually makes the phone feel faster. A, lo- a, a, a big uh, tip that I remember people talked about on Reddit a few years ago was like, dude, just turn off animations for things and your phone's going to feel twice as fast. Mm-hmm. And OnePlus actually doesn't have animations in a lot of their stuff. So like, for example, on the S10, when you unlock the display with the in-screen fingerprint reader, there's like a, this like motion of when it unlocks, the screen kind of falls into place. Whereas with the OnePlus 
as soon as you unlock it, it just flickers to the screen. So it, mm -hmm. it feels faster. Um, the 90 hertz display, uh, it's, it's not that noticeable. I don't know what it is. I think, like, 144 hertz is way more noticeable, uh, obviously. And going from 60 to 90, like, it's there. Uh, but only if you're kind of looking for it, and like, the thing is, when you use a 144Hz monitor for like, a week, as soon as you go back to a 60Hz monitor, you're like, oh, oh, what? Yeah, what yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I used this for 10 days, and then I got the Pixel 3a, and I didn't feel any different. It didn't feel like I was like, downgrading in the screen speed, so like, and the fact that this is a whole other thing, and I don't, I want a TK to be able to talk to, so I don't talk over it. But, like, uh, I lost my train of thought, so you should go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go for it. No. Any, any thoughts on so, that? Like, 90 hertz, I personally love it. Um, I think it's a great... I think it's great. Um, I, I do I do admit that it seems most noticeable in Oxygen OS. Um, yeah. So. That's because apps apps are written to be 60 hertz. 60 and hertz. they specifically support 90 hertz, you're only actually going to get the 90 hertz when you're, like, swiping in the around UI. the UI. But if you actually yeah, it, open an app, you're not going to get 90 hertz in almost any app. It's, it's the same thing that we had with the Razer Phone 2. Uh, it, you'd notice it when you turn on in developer options, the, the, uh, they, they had the FPS showing on the display. Most of the time, we hit 120 whenever we were in the UI, flipping between, you know, on, uh, on, uh, on our launchers and so on. So, I, I mean, for me, uh, like Dave said, David has said, uh, it's, it's really more, it's a smaller upgrade, right? We're normally set at 60. If we go up to 90, it's a small upgrade. But when you go from 60 to 120, it's a bigger noticeable change. You can see it a little bit easier. And really, most of the games right now, we're not even using the 90 hertz. We don't have any even, not even uh, Fortnite's even compatible at 60 frames. We're even stuck at 30 frames per second there. So there's a limitation of what we can do. iPhone, which is... <laughs> like no, I know. It, well, I mean... I, the Honor View 20 came out, and even at launch, had 60 frames per second support right out of the box. So those are things that, you know, they're thinking about it, and they're trying to push this with a new Fanatic mode as a gaming phone, uh, you know, the battery life. The, the, and there's just, there's little things and there with RAM boost that they put into the settings in there as well. So they're, they're wanting us to use it more, but their optimizations were done mostly internal. Now we need to wait for developers and companies to actually, you know, adhere to their new standard. Or at least bump them up to something close, because we want to be able to game at 90 hertz on a phone. That's that would be really nice. That'd RZ be so didn't do dope. that. So dope, yeah. And, and the, especially you know? if the OnePlus is can push that in most games, it can. So which one? It depends. The, the Snapdragon 855 is like for most for a lot of games is good enough to do 90 hertz. So like, mm. and that's the thing too. In my briefing with OnePlus, I asked them like, are you guys working? Because here's one thing: Razer specifically worked with a number of titles and are continuing to work with yep. more the publishers to allow their games to run at 120 hertz on their phone but when i asked oneplus in the briefing i was like are you are you working with any publishers to like have their games run at 90 hertz and they're like not currently so it's like <laughs> not specifically we just hope that they will do it eventually <laughs> we hope i mean they're, they're sponsoring an esports team so i really wish that they would <laughs> You know. I feel like it's less of a focus for OnePlus and more for like Xiaomi and Black Shark and obviously you know obviously the, the actual gaming brands are going to want to be in that. But I guess OnePlus mm -hmm. is just trying to support gamers rather than actually sponsoring them or actually like really focusing on them. But the Fnatic mode, I love it. Like the Fnatic mode is just a great idea and I've been doing so much work with gaming phones recently that uh different things like the Shark Space or the Game Space on the Red Magic
Project Mars, I believe. The Mar- um, yeah, yeah, the Mars. Yeah, yeah, those are those are great ideas that OnePlus just proved you can do without needing a toggle or a completely different side. Uh, it just exactly. needs to detect that you're playing a game, and then it'll give you the options that you need. Um, obviously, controllers and inputs are a whole different story. OnePlus is not really into that. But at least as far mm-hmm. as a performance standpoint is concerned, they're doing a great job of supporting gamers. That's that's great. I think that's a wonderful thing. Um, the screen recording. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. I used it today. Yeah. I love yeah, it. yeah. It's so good. I, like, it's one of the few updates. And like that's the thing with OptionOS. I actually said in my review, I was like, you know, it's the, pretty much the exact same OS as the ones on the 6T. And the 6 has it too. They added like three things, which seems small, but that's the point, right? The reason I love OptionOS is because it feels so simplistic and easy to use. And I just don't have to think about it. But they have these thoughtful additions that are really useful. Like, we've always had screen recording for a long time, it's, and it, they're going to have it in Android Q natively, but the fact that OnePlus was like, you know what, these people need it now. I, I really appreciate that, because I used it today, and their implementation of screen recording is actually great. It's better than Huawei's, for sure. Yeah. Oh, very, very smooth. and uh, works perfectly, especially if you're narrating and all the options that you get. It just, it's amazing. And then you can edit your video right into your gallery, and just write it there. You can post it straight to social media. It's yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, it's actually, um, it, like I said in my part one of my uh, review of the phone, um, this this is probably the most gamer-centric phone if you think about it from a content creation standpoint because I actually have a gaming channel and you could mm-hmm. open up an Android video game, hit record, and then just have like an external uh, microphone in order to like do some commentary and there you go you have yeah. gaming content for a youtube channel and it's like this phone supports that and that's one of the reasons why i'm happy to have it in my pocket because it's the one that supports that i did however find out um i think android q is supposed to have it built in now right because uh, in the q beta i think i found it does it does yeah it's yeah. um q beta 3 has it in q beta yep. 2 it was technically in there but it was like mm. broken and laggy Three, it's in there a lot better. I think it's like actually pretty much permanently in there. Yeah, and, and even I'll, then, like the screen recorder, it says game launcher right here. So they are, it is very specific to that use case. Here's another question though, because um, Q launched on 12 brands at IO as a beta. And I'm wondering if OnePlus, because this phone actually officially launches today, the day of recording today, mm-hmm. uh, which is Friday the 17th. 17th. And yep. I wonder if they're going to push Q-Beta for this starting today because they pushed it. Oh, yeah, It was available for 6T and 6 and 5T and 5 and 3T. <laughs> um, that's another thing is like the, soft, the software support that OnePlus puts out is freaking amazing. But uh, yeah, I would like to get Q on this as soon as possible, <laughs> basically is what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, so I'm trying to think of what other aspects of the phone. All right, so let's go ahead and just get into the cameras then, because well, we didn't talk about battery life. Oh, battery life. That was my that's my main concern. Okay, go for it. All right, so there was we did some testing, and if you turn off, if, okay, so a lot of the comments that I got on my YouTube video and in my written review, um, my battery life was not great. I got like five to five and a half hours of screen on time. Same. Which is, I, I know I know screen on time is whatever. People hate it. Fisher gives me a lot of crap for it. Um, but the 6T, I got like seven to eight hours. Okay. And for me, fundamentally, 
I would prefer a phone that lasted all day. And I like the fact that phones can charge fast now. Like Huawei has best of both worlds because not only does the P30 Pro last literally two days, but also charges in like 45 minutes. Um, anyway, uh, if you turn this to 60 hertz, you get about an extra hour. Uh, you get an extra two hours of screen on time. If you turn it to 1080p, you get an extra hour. So if you were to downscale this to 1080p and 60 hertz, the battery life is actually good. It's like pretty good. But the problem is like, and that's what everyone in my comment section was saying, because I said, this has, ba this has pretty bad battery life in comparison to other flagships out right now. And I, I really, really appreciate good battery life on an Android smartphone. So, and everyone was saying, well, just like turn it to 1080p and make it 60 hertz. It's like, you, so you want me to remove like the main reasons why people are going to buy this phone? Like OnePlus's <laughs> biggest marketing, like the most money that they spend around marketing, the most time that they spent at the event was the 90 hertz display. Yeah. Uh, real quick, so, I want to make sure we uh, catch TK before his uh, battery oh dies. Oh, yeah, his battery's <laughs> going to die. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I don't want to take up all the time. <laughs> oh, it does seem like uh, you can't hear TK, can you? No. Did he die? <laughs> yeah. Something died. It wasn't the laptop. Oh, no. Something died. No, 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 no. The battery didn't die yet. Hold on. Oh, there you are. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the microphone on mute. So uh, the quick 30-second clip on uh, my impression. So... You're totally right on the battery. Exactly. If you if you do reduce the battery, well, the screen resolution as well as. Oh no! There we go. There we go. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, oh, TK. What GG. I'm gonna do? Um, let me see if I can message him real quick. Um, type type it to me. <laughs> I'll be his voice. Um, type it to me, and I'll read it. Yeah. Oh, I'll just there. continue talking then until he. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all but, good. I, I, I do oh, want to. Okay. I, I do definitely want to get into the um, um, some thoughts on there. Like, okay, so you said around five hours of screen on. Oh, there you go. He's on. <laughs> well, no, so so this is where the experience changes. No, so now I'm on my phone. Oh, okay, uh, so, that's, okay, that's totally fine with me. That that's the only way for me to get back on. But uh, what I want to say is that battery life on this is actually not bad. It just the only thing you have to keep in mind is you are pushing it into new technology and I think Oxygen OS isn't really 100% optimized to handle the battery being basically consumed where we have it at 90 hertz and, you know, quad HD. So hopefully other updates or future updates will help us with it. But where we are right now, like David said, 1080p, unfortunately, at 60 hertz gets you the best battery life. But you have the ability of controlling it, right? You have the ability of turning it on and turning it off when you don't want. And I think the way um, the way uh, was the way Razer Phone Two did it was a little bit better in their gaming mode, because you had the ability of customizing when the 120 hertz was kicking in and when you weren't using it to be able to save battery. So hopefully yeah, that's yeah. something they can add into their gaming mode, and that will help people basically enjoy the quality of battery much better, or the life obviously for those you know eight, seven to eight hours of battery life. Mm, gotcha. Um... Let me see. What was another thing that I want to get? Okay, so since you're on here right now, I don't, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. And also, your probably your arm's going to get tired holding that phone out. Um, <laughs> uh, your your quick thoughts on the camera before we get into it for a more long form discussion. So for the camera experience, I'm going to say it's a better camera than what we've had in the past. Is it the best camera right now? Um, they just pushed out an update like less yesterday morning. Actually, they pushed out another update to optimize the camera. So I haven't had a chance to play around with that yet. Uh, but the camera is okay. It just—it's not the best camera. I would say 
the front-facing camera is actually pretty decent. I'd yeah, say it's, it's really, yeah, it's really good. good. Sharp, sharp, sharp as, as heck. heck. Yeah, and that's that's one thing that I like is the fact that I can actually just open it up and take a good selfie, um, especially when I'm with my family, with friends. You know, when I saw you guys over at the event, you know, Josh and I, we took a picture with it. It, it works really nice. Um, that's such a common comment that i keep seeing these days it's like yeah put gcam on there and i'm like i i personally never do that i maybe i should but i personally never it, do it, that. it makes everything better that's all i could say if you can get it <laughs> you have it definitely makes it better but if you're just using the native app and what they have i think their scene detection is a little bit um hit and miss it turns on every once in a while but you don't see it all the time and it doesn't really optimize the software yet so like i said this is the first time they've gone three lenses it's a good start. It's a solid camera from the sense of that you can do good pictures with it. Um, you just need to maybe do some editing a little bit afterwards. Um, for me, it's a great. It's a good phone. It's a good complement. Good set of lenses. They went with the right set. Uh, you, you do. You know, we want the wide-angle lens. We want the the you know the forty-eight megapixel one. Uh, I just you need to improve a little bit on the software. I think they can definitely get there. All right, cool. All right, TK. Well, thank you so much for uh, for being on. I'll go ahead and let you go. That way you don't have to like worry about being on the phone the entire time. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for finding a way to pop back in. Uh, um, and we'll see you in a little bit. No problem. I'll see you guys. Nice seeing you, Dave. Bye-bye. Yeah, seeing you too. Bye. <laughs> All right. So um, <laughs> unfortunately for TK, when he got onto the phone, his feed wasn't working anymore. I guess NDI off of a mobile phone is not the most oh. ideal thing. So it's okay. There's just like a big old Skype logo where his face should be. <laughs> but I will make sure to give DK his shout outs uh, when the time comes. But here is, um, here's where I want to start off the last like maybe five, 10 minutes of this. Um, I did a real world camera test <clears throat> with the OnePlus 7 Pro out in New York City, uh, centered around the launch, but I also went to the Vessel, which is in New York City, which is pretty dope. It's a, it's a pretty awesome structure. It looks a little bit like a super villain's lair. Um, but... What I what I kind of what I came to the conclusion, and I, I'm wondering if and TK kind of alluded to this. I wonder how you feel about this, David. This phone is saved by the grace of that 48 megapixel sensor, because it's the only part of the camera experience that I feel is actually quite good. The rest is not doing kinda, it for me at all. I kind of disagree. I I actually really like this camera, and I. Feel this, I felt the same way about the 6T. Um, and most of that for me has to do with one, color reproduction, and two, sharpness. Okay. Um, I think that while the P30 camera is freaking insane and amazing, it also over sharpens the heck out of everything and the color's not quite right. Uh, the Samsung. The Samsung S10 does HDR way too aggressively and it make it washes everything out. I think that OnePlus does a really nice in-between of still obviously having some good dynamic range, but it's not so aggressive that every single color looks like its luminance was boosted by two stops. Um, and then also the sharpness feels very similar to the Xiaomi Mi 8 for me, which was my favorite smartphone camera of last year because it's it they didn't try too hard to like aggressively sharpen everything i feel like a lot of manufacturers i was actually talking to brandon havard about this um before the event a lot of manufacturers they make their cameras based on what engineers think people like they don't actually make it based on what looks good in photography and i think that people have this notion that oh sharper is better 
right? But that's not always the case. It's, it's like almost with, also with cinema cameras. Cinema cameras are intentionally soft and they actually look more pleasing to the human eye. So for me, I feel like OnePlus kind of took this new IMX sensor, this new 48 megapixel, which I agree is better. Um, it helps it a lot. Yeah. But I feel like they took it and they were like, you know what, let's just kind of take it as it is and then add a little bit of processing, but not overdo it. Which, which and I agree with you on. There's a lot, there's a lot philosophically that you're saying that I totally am on the same page with. The mm-hmm. problem that I have with this is that it's more to the credit of the sensor than it is to the company's own processing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because when okay you look at that. it, you gave the, because <laughs> when you look at it, you have the 48 megapixel sensor that already is an amazing thing. Like, yeah. Stabilization on that lens is so amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I could get slider like shots with this 48 megapixel. And it's true not only for this phone, but also for the Honor View 20 and for the uh, Mi Mix, no, not the Mi Mix, the Mi 9. These are the other mm. two phones that have it. Um, but the thing is, when you when when you look at it this way, where it's the 48 megapixel sensor doing a wonderful job, and then what do you, and then what happens when OnePlus is given a couple of other sensors to tweak how they see fit? Okay, so I get. I know, I know, I know. The wide is <laughs> the wide is so, so bad. bad. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like it's the first wide angle lens that I'm actually super disappointed by. And the telephoto is like, even though it's telephoto, it's still. Uh, like 3x the main, the main this phone teaches me that 3x is actually pretty good like 2x was always useless to me 5 is a little too far 3 is kind of the sweet spot however mm-hmm. uh to your point about softness and the sharpness and everything like that yeah you're right if it's over sharpened from the 48 megapixel sensor we probably wouldn't feel so good about it but then you have the wide angle and the telephoto which are like four octaves softer than anything that the 48 megapixel sensor does like to me, there, yeah. there's no sharpness at all in the other two lenses, and the same goes for the front-facing camera. There's no sharpness at all on the front-facing camera. It's also yeah. a very tight frame, which you know I, I'm not a fan of. <clears throat> I really like the front-facing camera. I think it's really nice. <laughs> I think but... it looks okay, um, but it's 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 it doesn't it doesn't excite me whatsoever, especially when <clears throat> I have to have the phone like so far away to actually get something done. Because as you know, I vlog with smartphones. This is not doing it for me right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the only thing. Um, I I I I, rec- I I definitely find this phone easy to recommend to a lot of people, uh, but the cameras it's not that the, it's not that they fail at providing a good camera. It's that everything that they claim the cameras can do, they don't seem to live up to their own potential. Yeah. So I think I, the, yeah I think the spec sheet's great. I think the specs are awesome. Three different cameras, sixteen megapixel, uh, sixteen and eight megapixel <clears> for the wide and the telephoto. Those are all good specs. It's just that they're not realized. And the, yeah, and, I, and also no wide angle for the video. I mean, what are you what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. That's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I really, really enjoy the versatility, though. Uh, I think because I I talk so in my six T review. Um, I called that review fundamentally great, and that's because I analyzed like what makes a phone good in my opinion. It's performance, UI, and battery life are the three things that I personally really care about in a smartphone. And I feel I think like OnePlus now, agrees, honestly. What are, but they do well, they do except for the battery life, and this is not good, and that's why I didn't like it quite as much. Oh, fair. But but um, after what are the two phones I reviewed bef- right before this phone? I reviewed the S10. And I reviewed the P30. And what do those both of those phones have? Three cameras. And mm-hmm. after, even though I'm not 
someone who, po I don't post any photos I take on my smartphone camera, so I don't really care. But after using those two phones and just having that insane versatility of a wide, a regular, and a telephoto, I feel like I can't, if I'm gonna buy a flagship smartphone now, it, it has to have that. So I think yeah. that that was really smart of OnePlus to follow the trend and like add those. And they'll make them better. Like you said, the, the wide is really bad and they were obviously just trying to throw it in because they wanted to, they wanted people to be able to pick this over the S10 to make it an option uh, that wasn't just like, well, the S10 has more versatility. And they'll make it better. So, But what I meant to say was that after using those phones, it be, felt like a fundamental for me now. And so I'm just really happy that they, they have it. Yeah, I'm glad it's there. I just wish yeah. it was better, I guess, is the best way for me to put it. I think that they'll <laughs> push software updates um, that make it better. Yeah, I'm hoping they, so. they do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you where do you land on the obviously the version of the phone that we have is the more expensive. I think it's the seven ninety nine. Yeah, the the fully spec'd out one. Yeah, yeah, it's seven ninety nine. Okay. Six sixty nine, however, for six gigs and one twenty eight. Um how do you feel about the price on here when we have a lot of commenters and tweets coming out saying like, I miss the old OnePlus, why isn't it cheaper? You know, like that kind of thing. Um, you know, at the very end of my review I said when OnePlus, with the, with the 6T and the 6, actually just with OnePlus in general before, to me, that, like any phone that company made was basically a no-brainer because it had the latest specs, the best UI, good battery life, and it was half the price of everyone else, right? Mm -hmm. Now, it's $120 more. <laughs> and, but it doesn't have the things that you're paying about $300 more for. So it doesn't have official IP resistance. It doesn't have wireless charging. And the battery life isn't as good as the S10 or the P30. So for me, it's not a no-brainer anymore. It's an option. It's a good option that kind of slots in between the Pixel 3a and something like the S10 or the P30. Yeah. I, th I think I agree with that. Um, so then the uh, the question there is, had this phone not existed, do you think that your opinion would be different? Because there was a huge discussion mm. that I had with um, yeah. Michael Fisher, Annabong, or Thunder E rather, <clears throat> David Kogan, a bunch of people, we were all having dinner. And um, Fisher's whole point, which I think everyone kind of agreed with but didn't want to accept, <laughs> was that this changed everything. It actually did, and I, I had this call with uh, Eber. Um, shout out to Eber from Hardware Connects. Connects. You can check out their channel. Uh, I had a I had a phone call with him a few days before I did my before I actually filmed my OnePlus review because I like to get other people's opinions and feel out, feel it out. And what we both said was that like the Pixel Three A existing makes you realize like how good of an experience you can get in such a cheap phone. And it makes the OnePlus, it also makes the OnePlus feel overpriced, <laughs> which is crazy because never before have OnePlus phones ever felt overpriced. Agreed. Um, and so the crazy thing for me, this is a little tangent about the Pixel 3a and how awesome it is. Google, Google stripped away the, the extras that only some people will care about, but they kept everything that is core to the Pixel experience. And that's why this doesn't feel like a mid-range phone. It feels like a Pixel phone. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't not feel like a Pixel phone just because it doesn't have wireless charging or water resistance. 
right? It feels like a Pixel phone and you still get the, the experience is what matters at the end of the day, honestly. Like that's what people care about. And the Pixel experience is one of the best Android experiences because it's first party Android. And if you can get that for 400, actually kind of 300, because like every single place you buy it at has like a $100 gift card. <laughs> I'm still um, figuring out what to use my best buy card on. <laughs> you're right, right. If you buy it at Google Store, you get a $100 gift card. If you buy it at MeanH, you get a $100 gift card. So it's like effectively 300 bucks, which is, it's so, you're getting a premium experience in a body that people don't, most people are not going to care that this is polycarbonate. Most people are not going to care that this has, doesn't have wireless charging. And because they were able to take out the things that people didn't necessarily care about and keep all the things that made a pixel a pixel, that's what makes this phone amazing. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, this existing basically is put in OnePlus. It makes us think a little differently about, about OnePlus, you know? Yeah, I think I think it really does. Also, I don't know what happened. My camera's dead. Yeah, your video died. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just do I, my beautiful face for the rest of the episode. <laughs> so you have a blank space, a Skype logo, and David. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a perfect way to end it, actually, because we did hit our hour mark. Um, so quick shout-out to TK Bay. I want to give him a shout-out to his um, his handles and whatnot. Now, make sure you get into the show descriptions and whatnot. But TK is found at TKDSL. Oh my goodness, I'm, I had it in my head. Give me a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. TK Bay is found at TKDSL8655 on Twitter and on Instagram, so make sure you follow him. Uh, we're actually going to be seeing each other. Um, you're going to the Honor Launch, right? No, I'm not. Oh, you are not, David. Oh, dude. <clears throat> yeah, um, because we have, people in, we have people in London. I oh, that's I true. I could go, but... But yeah, and I have to review Zenfone next week, and also I would have no time to do that. So oh, okay, well, it's a uh, it's a quick turnaround. It's like two nights or something like that. So I mean, it's okay. Um, yeah. But in any case, oh, you are going. Okay, so shouts out again to TK. Thank you so much for being on, uh, and thanks for like getting on the phone and giving your thoughts on the OnePlus Seven Pro. Uh, I already gave his handles. David, you are at. Go ahead and tell everybody where to find you. Uh, at Dervid ML on Twitter, D U R V I D I M E L, uh, or Instagram, I'm on, I'm at David ML, just my name. Or if you want to find all my social links and also my videos and work, you can go to davidml.com because I'm trying to keep my website up to date with all the videos <laughs> with all the videos I do and have links to all my review articles. So gotcha. just go to me.com and you'll find it out of the three of us i mean i just mentioned london but you are going to be able to enjoy computex soon yeah are you uh, going no <laughs> no josh <laughs> i know i tried so hard but it's, it's just uh, not not meant to be right now um yeah, yeah. but yeah hopefully we'll be able to see each other fairly soon uh i am of course at jv tech t you know me i am jv uh, you can't even see my hand gesture right now i am jv i love me some tech and i love to drink me some tea um i'm gonna go ahead and do the outro after the fact after i replace the battery on this so why don't we go ahead and get into the outro right now all right, and on that note, that is it for the weekly. Our theme music is Bloom by Minerva, courtesy of a royalty-free license with Argo Fox. You can learn more about the song in the episode's description. Follow our crew on Twitter. You already heard all of our handles, and you can find them in the description down below. PocketNow is at PocketNow on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube in English and Espanol, where you can find more news on the PocketNow Daily and PocketNow Adadio every weekday. Catch up on what the weekly is talking about at PocketNow.com podcast, and make sure you are making your voices heard by emailing 
emailing us, podcast at pocketnow.com. We would love and appreciate your feedback through reviews and ratings on Google, Apple, Spotify, Overcast, or wherever you might be streaming us, because without you, we would not have been able to make this show for your eyes and ears for so many episodes straight. All right, next week we will be back, and maybe we'll be doing an episode out of London, as many of us are there for the Honor launch. So maybe you can look forward to a little bit of tea time over in London on the Pocket Now Weekly. We'll see you in our next episode.